This episode of Power Tips Unscripted is sponsored by the Extreme Business Makeover. It's two days of interactive, thought-provoking presentations, breakouts, and panel discussions with some of the remodeling industry's best and brightest. If you are motivated and ready to grow your business, this is a must-attend event. Join us on January 29th and 30th in Baltimore, Maryland, and get the tools you need to improve your business in 2019 and beyond. Visit ExtremeMakeoverEvent.com for more information and to register. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Josh Kelly, a partner at ReviewKangaroo.com. Josh used the power of social proof, reviews, and referrals to grow his small residential business from $6.5 million to over $100 million in 13 years. And he'll tell us how he did it in just a minute. Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you grow a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here today with my co-host, Mark Harari. Yeah, you are. So, you know, I love talking about marketing right in your uh, I definitely love talking about marketing. It's my favorite thing to talk about. Yeah. And so today we get to dive into a little bit of a segment of that, a little bit deeper than sometimes we have the opportunity to. Reviews, reviews, reviews. The lifeblood of any remodeling agency Mm -hmm. firm. Yep. You know, and there's, I've been reading more and more articles about how to use it, how to uh, handle bad reviews, all of that sort of thing. So, you know, I think that Josh is going to give us a lot of just interesting perspective on how he's used social reviews and social media to make a big difference for the companies that in which he's involved. Yeah, it's, it's really cool because one of the most difficult things and one of the most common questions I get is, you know, how can you possibly expect a homeowner to make five different review sites mm-hmm. they, you know you you got to be on on yelp and you got to be on google reviews and and just the whole management of that entire process is a nightmare mm-hmm. so. Well, so hey let's kick it off hey for sure so i'm really excited today to welcome josh kelly again he's the president of review kangaroo which is a company that came out of the, that was developed through the philosophies that he used to grow his other company parker and sons in that, as Mark said earlier, in that phenomenal growth over 13 years to over $100 million in the residential world. So I'd love to, I'm looking forward to hearing more and let welcome Josh. Well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. So you grew this company, Parker and Sons, in a massive way. How did you yeah. do it so fast? Well, it's, uh, you know, a lot of people ask me that, and, you know, we've done a lot of reflection, um, going back, trying to think about how we actually grew the business. Um, and it's not like it's one thing that really changed the world. It was a combination of a lot of things and doing things, a lot of things really well. Things like, you know, really recruiting, retaining well, um, getting the best people, creating really great systems, automating a lot of processes, making things more turnkey. But it's it, at the very basic level of it is we got really good at marketing. We got really good at hiring and keeping people. And we got really good at maximizing the value that we got from every single customer, turning that customer into a multiple customer and turning that customer into a larger ticket and a happier customer and making sure that customer talked about us more often. 
So you just talked about, go back through those again. It was taking one customer and turning it into multiple customers. What do you mean by that? So we got really good. Like when we first started the business, we didn't really have a marketing budget. I mean, we did, but not anywhere near what we had now. We couldn't buy or push people around like like we can now. Um, So we had to be more creative, right? Um, And the best way to really grow your business without a doubt is to make more money off the customers that you have. You're already getting the phone calls. You already have the relationships. So we got really good. Um, We started adding services and cross-selling. That's a really big piece of what our growth was. We got really good at uh, being thorough, talking about more things, talking about upgrades, upselling, um, making sure that every customer, we at least presented all the options to them. It was up to them whether whether they did it or not, right? But Mm -hmm. when you start being thorough and start presenting more options and giving cooler ideas, uh, they buy more often. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> and and it becomes this process where you're making more of every single customer, and then getting credit for the things that you're already doing. Like, so many companies do amazing things, but don't talk about it, so they never get credit for it. Um, we got good at getting credit for what we actually did, and when we had a happy customer, which is the majority of the customers. We leverage them. We ask them to talk to other people. We ask them to do videos. We ask them to write reviews. And we ask them in a way that it wasn't just, hey, would you leave us review? Here's a link. Um, we we systematized it a lot further than that, but we actually made it personal and simple for the customer as well. Okay, so back up for just a second. Tell us a little yeah. bit. What were the services that you added so that you were able to cross-sell? So, yeah, we're, we're not a straight remodeler by any means. We actually started with just plumbing. Uh, or HVAC and plumbing, we've got electrical, drywall, water softening. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now. So uh, you'd be surprised, even though we do plumbing and air conditioning to start, there were so many customers of ours that not only didn't use us for both, but they didn't even know we did both. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I, we do plumbing. I mean, we came out for a plumbing job. Oh, you guys do air conditioning? Oh, yeah, yeah. How do you not know that by now? This is bad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we got really good at cross-selling, cross-selling right now for for um, a remodeling uh, company. It's not any different, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Lots of things that you do, like, uh, you know, you're a kitchen remodeler. That's what you focus on. You, t- you can do any kind of remodeling. Right. right. And you can also do electrical. You can also do lots of other things. You can cross-promote. At the very least, you know, generate leads for other businesses and trade, trade leads, right? Um, a lot of companies aren't great at doing that. And you're in the house. You have the relationship. You need to be taking advantage of it. Now, one of your big elements, you've touched on it a little bit so far, is using social proof. Yes. That's that's a term that some people may not know. So define that for me, please. Yeah, social proof is kind of a broad term, um, but it's essentially uh, uh, getting credit for what you're already doing. So I really break it down into three types. There's three types of social proof. There's a one-on-one uh form of social proof called referral. Everybody knows referrals. It's fairly simple. You need to actively, systematically ask for referrals. Um, There's borrowed authority. So borrowed authority is like this. This is a perfect form of borrowed authority, right? If I was, you know, talking about this on a street corner, standing in a box, nobody in the world would pay attention to (laughs) me, right? Mm -hmm. But because because everybody trusts and knows you guys, um, I get to borrow some of your authority to make your own. And this can be done with endorsements. This can be done in lots of ways, right? Mm-hmm. And then the last form is really uh, a newer form, uh, and it's digital social proof. And this can be 
videos, testimonials, where you're taking that, that referral from a one-to-one to maybe a one-to-a-hundred or one-to-a-thousand and reviews, um, which I would argue is actually the most important just because of where they're found and how people use them and changing that one referral into a one-to-ten-thousand okay. or maybe one-to-a-hundred-thousand. Um, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, sure. So yeah. tell me a little bit about this, the first one, the one-on-one referrals and actively asking. How would you recommend people do that in order to get better results? So yeah, a lot of people just rely on their team members that ask directly, hey, we need to ask for referrals. Um, and everybody knows they need to ask for referrals, but it doesn't happen. Um, so I suggest creating an automated system asking for referrals. We, we do it both by email and text message. We reach out to customers automatically afterwards. We also do it on social media. We have videos built into our system when we go out into the process for our fulfillment. Um, but the key to that is you can't just say, hey, do you know someone that could use a kitchen remote? Mm-hmm. No one's no one's going to do that, right? Um, you have to really take it another step forward. It needs to be very personal. Hey, would you do me a favor, right? Um, it needs to give actionable information. You need to create a system where they don't have to write on a piece of paper, like it's an automated system giving them the information. And then I generally never ask, use the word referral. Referral is a kind of dirty word. That's something they are doing for you and not that they're not doing it for you either way. But to say, hey, do you know anyone you would recommend that might also need my services in the future? Referral is a really nasty word. No one wants to say it. Um, you want to make it as clean, easy, as simple as possible. Um, and most people don't do any of those things. Okay. All right. Great. That's awesome. So now dive into a little bit of the borrowed authorities. Like you mentioned that, you know, here that the, you're borrowing from us, for example. How yeah. would, but this isn't helping you reach homeowners, right? This is helping you reach remodelers and other business owners. How would you right. suggest a remodeler, how could they borrow authority to reach more of their prospective clients? So, it's, I mean, it's a complicated question because borrow authority is the most complicated one, but it's actually the most powerful one by far. Mm. Um, so it's really the way you advertise, right? Borrow authority is in a way that case study video, right? You never say testimonial state case study. Testimonial is positive. Case studies are neutral. They're all going to be positive anyway. It doesn't matter. Um, or like some people will do like a radio campaign, right? Stealing authority from a DJ, not a DJ that plays music. That right. doesn't mean anything, but someone who talks for a living, people trust their opinion. Mm-hmm. That's a form of borrowed authority. It could be, uh, borrowed authority can be through associations, right? Uh, a strong, like a BBB. Mm-hmm. Winning, uh, we won the torture war with BBB for ethics twice, right? Mm-hmm. That is absolutely a form of borrowed authority. I'm now making the BBB my advertising story right they're they're speaking for me mm-hmm. um you could do that lots of different ways you just have to be smart about it and then when you do, when you do win stuff like that or make an effort to win like an award from a small group man you better talk about it because so many companies get that get those accolades and then never really do much with it no kidding um and when you don't do much with it you never talk about it then you you might as well not have done it right? that's right exactly mm-hmm um, so what are oh, okay the last one let's talk a little bit about yeah. digital so yes. what have you done there that you feel has had the biggest effect biggest wow factor for the effort yeah so uh, reviews is a gigantic driver in any home service business um, remodeling especially because there is such a trust factor um, they have to be very comfortable with you the whole process through 
Um, now, once you're in the home and you're making a pitch, that's on that person, right? But getting to that effect, getting to that point, getting chosen off of Google, getting chosen somewhere else, mm-hmm. a lot of that's based on reviews. And truthfully, when you get in the house, um, it, it helps you a lot, right? It's mm-hmm. going to help you walk in the door with a little bit more authority than what you had before. So reviews are a gigantic driver. And which review sites, I mean, there's lots of them that you have right. to own. You just do. That is what it is. But like, give you an example, Parker and Sons, uh, last year got 5,000 five-star reviews. Wow. That would have um, some impact, I would think. It did. It did. Absolutely. We grew almost 20 million last year. So when you're saying that, what was the platform that you mainly use? So when, when you say platform, do you mean which review site? Yes. So the number one for anyone is going to be Google. Um, Google has the strongest presence. They own it. Um, they're going to trip over Google. After that, for remodelers, Yelp is certainly very large. Uh, depending on where you're at, BBB can be very large as well, especially if you have an older population area. Um, Facebook, for younger people, is actually really valuable. Now, Facebook is not a huge driver for remodelers right now, but it's becoming more and more because those people who have been using Facebook their whole life are finally coming into money, having houses. Mm-hmm. Um, it's making a difference. Uh, and then there's all kinds of local ones that really depend on one. But number one, by far, needs to be Google. So if you're going to approach a customer and ask them to give you a review and however, whatever verbiage you're going to use, you want to yeah. send them to Google primarily. Yeah, if you if you have to choose, Google would be the one. The truth is, if you have a system set up, you don't have to choose. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send them to multiple, multiple review sites. Okay. So how, how exactly do you go about asking somebody to – Spent, I mean, it's already a, a big inconvenience, right? Write me a review on a site, but now you're asking them to do it on three or four different sites. Yeah, well, you make it not an inconvenience is the key. It, it has to be simple for the customer. You can't. What you can't do is say, hey, would you leave me a review on Google and then walk away and assume that's done? Um, because you're going to look you up. They're asking you to click on the link. You're asking them to take time and effort that they won't do um, at a very, very low level. No matter how good a job you are uh, doing, it's not really relevant to a point. Um, they won't make the effort for you unless you make it really easy. So you have to simplify the process. There's a bunch of things you really have to do. You have to make it personal, right? You have to simplify and you have to make it turnkey and quick for them. Um, so what we do is obviously we have Review Kangaroo. It's an automated system that we use. We actually make it about the individual team member so as weird as it sounds, if you write a review on Parker and Sons, you never write a review on Parker and Sons. You write a review on John the Plumber mm-hmm. because when I make it about a person and they see their face and it's much more personal, I get way better results. That's very interesting. I, then I actually screen out reviews too. So I, I'm going to ask, hey, how was your service from one to five stars? Based off that answer, uh, I'm going to do one of two things. If it is a great review, of course, I'm going to drive it out to Google, to Yelp, to Facebook, to wherever that company wants. Um, if it's a negative review, they had a bad experience, clearly I don't want that review going to Google anymore. Instead, I'm going to collect that customer's information and send that management team a direct email and let them solve it in-house, right? Um, and really the key to that, now being personal, really important. Um, screen reviews, I think is going to be important because those negative reviews can really sink you pretty quickly. Um, but it's really the simplicity that makes a difference. We actually put a system on your own website so a customer is familiar, easy to go to, and then we automate it. So we're going to email them, text message them so they don't have to look for anything. I'm not clicking a link to Google. It's going right back to your website. And if it's a positive review, 
I'm automatically logging them in. I'm automatically driving them out to third-party sites, making it as simple as it possibly can. In general, it takes under a minute for a customer to leave a review. Well, and so, so to follow up on that, because um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you can't – like a customer, it's really bad if they just copy and paste the same review to multiple sites, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't allow them to copy and paste. What happens is Google has a, uh, a spider program out there. Not to get too complicated, but essentially if you have the exact same review on Yelp or Facebook and Google, Google will remove it. And right. Google's the most important one, so don't make it the exact same review. Okay, great. What do you think is the biggest opportunity and risks for the remodeling industry? Biggest opportunities and risks. So I'm actually going to throw both of those into the same one. I'm going to say the biggest opportunity and risk right now is our whole industry, number one, is starting to combine. Um, uh, Big companies are getting bigger. Small companies are still existing. The middle guys are getting squeezed pretty heavily. Um, They're just not – it's a different world because you can do different things than you used to be able to do. Um, remodeling is just seeing the very beginning of this, but it's becoming more and more prevalent. And I think really the big one is there are some big players coming into our space. When I say big players, I don't mean like a Parker and Sons. I mean like an Amazon uh, and a Google. Uh-huh. They're starting to play in the space because they realize how much money it is and how how it could really change. I mean, if you're set up properly – it's not like Google's going to do their own work, right? right? They're, they're not in the remodeling business. They're in the remodeling lead generation business. Right. And right now, they're kind of selling to a lot of people, but they're slowly moving industries over to uh, two or three players, right? So they have Google services, which remodeling is not so much in right now, but it's starting to become. Um, eventually, they're going to pick two or three companies that can handle their volume that have great reviews, that have a good reputation, because ultimately when Google sends someone out, they're in some way, uh, when they're picking people for you, right, they're in some way liable for the quality. So if you're set up properly, this is going to be a huge, huge growth model. It's going to be a band for everybody. You will do very well because they won't pick, when it comes down to it, they won't have 100 people they suggest. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what they're doing now, but they're moving away from that model because they know Ultimately, they're responsible for the quality of service, and if a customer gets really bad service, that hurts Google. Right. Um, so they're going to end up picking a few companies in every major market to really work with and own. Uh, they're going to own your your fulfillment, your pipeline, right? Okay. Um, so what you need to do, if I were a company now, um, is sign up for Google services, sign up for oh. Amazon services. Um, get comfortable with the system, start paying now. It's not a lot of leads right now. You also only pay when you make money. So it's not like it hurts you either, Um, but it's becoming more and more prevalent. And understand that Google doesn't know the industry. What are they going to base it off of? They're going to base it off the feedback directly from their customers. So reviews are very, very important uh, for the, they're going to base it off who's willing to bend over backwards a little bit for them. Mm -hmm. By the way, we all need to, because I can't compete with Google. Right. I can't. Uh, you can't compete with Google. Um, we have to play with them, not against them, right? Right, right? So I think this is a both both a huge risk if you aren't doing something mm-hmm. and something to be very excited about if you're willing to prepare and set yourself up for it. 
Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, you know, who else um, we don't want to compete with is the lightning round. Do you think you want to get into the lightning round now? Sure. You're asking me. I'm, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, cool. And now, here's a Remodeler's Advantage lightning round. It's a trap. All right, put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What's your favorite business book and why? Um, I love The Way of the Wolf. It's an amazing sales book. Um, my favorite book of all time is How Win Friends and Influence People. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know why. I've been obsessed with The Way of the Wolf lately. If you weren't the partner of ReviewKangaroo.com, what do you think you'd be doing? Um, you know, honestly, I love helping business owners. So, I, I mean, I would probably be doing consulting, helping people grow their business and change their lives. What are you not very good at? I am not a de- detail-oriented person. I am a big picture and a simplifying person. Uh, don't ask me to do your accounting. <laughs> your room, your desk, or your car, which do you clean first? Oh, my gosh. Uh, desk. I had I a messy desk. How many pancakes do you eat in a year? A hundred. <laughs> What's your least favorite holiday and why? Uh, this is going to be a weird one, but Thanksgiving. I used to wrestle uh, all the way through college, and uh, they always do a tournament right after Thanksgiving to make sure it would be. Yeah, that's a bummer. So, okay, so Josh, thank you so much for doing this. It's very interesting. And I thought that the concept of uh, getting involved with Google services and Amazon and learning what they're doing now is very interesting. Now, before we go, first of all, I would love for you to. Uh, share with us how people would find out more about uh, ReviewKangaroo.com. Yeah, I mean, number one, um, I'm still a home service provider, and I still think that way. So anyone can call me. Number here is 602-456-8832. We're based out of Phoenix. Uh, or you just email us. Uh, you can just email me directly, Josh, at ReviewKangaroo.com. It's uh, spelled a little weird. It's R-E-V-U, Kangaroo. Uh, you'd be surprised how hard it is to get a URL that's not a hundred grand with the word review in it. Um, but yeah, you can shoot us an email or give us a call. Okay, great. And this might be something that our listeners might want to use for their own to increase their own social proof and their reviews and so on. Oh, for sure. Oh, okay, for sure. Great. Our average client grows fifteen percent in additional revenue the first six months on the program. We have nice. some that have gone all the way to forty or fifty percent. Sweet. Okay, yeah. so before we go, I want you to yeah. share your five words of wisdom with our listening audience. Um, five words of wisdom. Okay. I'm going to cut it down to three words. I don't even need five. It's simplicity is executable. Uh, ideas are cheap. It's execution that matters. And the only thing I've ever found that I could consistently execute uh, across multiple people and multiple companies are simple, simple ideas, simple plans. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and your concepts and a lot of great marketing discussion here. So I appreciate you being here and I'm sure we'll be talking to you again. I appreciate you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Victoria. Thanks, Josh. Bye. So, well, that was really interesting. You know, the whole concept of looking at the three different types of social proof and how to tap into it and, and that um, the, the specific term he used of um, borrowing authority. I mean, I've heard yeah. the concept, but I hadn't u- heard that term before. Yeah, borrowed authority is something that all modelers can use, especially, um, you know, it's basically being a thought leader, right? And I also really like the concept that he mentioned about making that review personal to the employee. Very cool. Yeah, right. I mean, so many people say, you know, review my company. Mm-hmm. But 
you know. It's the people. Yeah, and th- that's who they're getting close with, right? The production manager or, or whoever's on the site every day. Mm-hmm. And, and that's who they really know. Right. And, and so that's who they're probably going to be more apt to say, oh, I, I'd love to absolutely talk about him or her. Yeah, exactly. Because they've gotten to be very almost friends at that point. They're yeah. so close. They've been in the house and they talk to him every morning. Of course, I'd give my buddy Sam a review. That's, yeah. That was cool. And the fact that you shouldn't call it referrals because it's such a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I can see it because it's, it's like... Like as soon as somebody, I can take it personally. I mean, some I just got a, a new car, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because my other one was basically dying. Yes. Um, but you know, then they start asking me for referrals, and I'm already rolling my eyes because it's you know I don't work for you, man. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> right. Whatever. I mean, it's just such a a lot of people they do. It's yeah, sure, okay. Next time somebody, I'll I'll make sure I send it mm-hmm. on. It's just there is a negative connotation to referral. If, if I guess can it's avoid too using formal. Maybe it's too formal that I'm. I, I, as the referee, am taking on too much responsibility. Well, that was another good one in the can. I, I love talking marketing, so hopefully our listeners, so hopefully you folks out there are going to get some good tips out of that put it in place. Yeah, yeah. I got to check out. Actually, I, have, I haven't checked out his website, so I'm going to have to check that out and see what, what specifically is involved with it. It sounded interesting. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Well, we want to thank Josh Kelly for being here. And, of course, as always, we thank you for listening. Mm-hmm. I'm Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.